Welcome back to Too Smart for This and happy Thursday if you're listening to this on Thursday. This month we're chatting balance and I hope you all really loved the episode with Balance Less on Monday. She's just an icon, honestly. And her voice, I think you guys know, like her voice is so soothing and I feel like when I was listening back to it, my voice next to her voice, like I sound like frantic, like at all times. So apologies. It is time to get into the series on balance. And I gotta say, honestly, there's much to chat about. So before we get started, we'll do our smart and superficial tips of the week, and then we'll get into the content. So Our smart tip of the week is the book, The Courage to Be Disliked. So this book I picked up, I guess, like a week or so ago or two weeks ago. And it was just like, it drew to me the the title because if you know my story, you know that I used to really struggle with basically every decision in my life was in search of some form of, for can she speak? It was in search of some type of external validation. And that's because I grew up low income in order to get out of the situations that I was in and sort of like become, you know, financially stable. I felt like I had to appeal to a certain group of people. And then I started just like always wanting to appeal to people in order to survive. And once I recognized like I don't have to appeal to people in order to survive, I sort of started letting go of that need for external validation. But when you're an influencer and part of your job and relies on what other people think of you, those lines become super, super blurred. And I was struggling with that a lot, especially with the robe launch, because there was all these opinions about this product that I had worked so, so hard on. And people were like, oh, this is too expensive or this, or why did you use this material? And it's like, I had to remind myself that I put so much work into this and I had I had such incredible people by my side advising me on what to price it, on what material to use. And they are the smart people in this situation. And I genuinely believe in my product. And I had to remind myself that a lot, obviously, because it's like, I genuinely believe in this. So you can't take that away from me. And so this book really got into that and how important it is to focus on what you believe your contribution to the world to be. Because when you're really confident in what you're putting out into the world, it's not your job to make other people like that. And that is a hard lesson that I think is really difficult to to internalize, but that's why I'm really grateful for this experience of being able to like be in the public eye and figure out how to be really confident in myself. Like I said this on my friend Haley's podcast this week, but like my mom always said that she prayed for patience and she got eight kids. And I think I've prayed so much for confidence because I didn't have it. And I got not only this incredible like opportunity to have a community online and and create content, but I also got, you know, the random person here or there who will be really upset with me for whatever reason. That makes you have to be really, really confident in what you, you're doing, what you're putting out, because if you're not, you could let somebody's projection really kill your vibe. And I think that applies to all things. Like at work, you have an annoying coworker who's always saying rude shit to you, but like is also trying to like get something out of you, whatever. And if you don't believe in yourself in the work that you you are contributing, then you're going to get really bogged down by what other people think of you. 
this book was an incredible deep dive into that. Like I, I mean, it really shifted my perspective and has given me really tangible ways to think about life. And I just think that anyone should read it. It has a really important point as well, which is the separation of tasks. And the separation of tasks basically means like, what are your tasks as a human being? Like what are your, and I think the word tasks sounds really like, I don't know, mechanical, but it's like the separation of responsibilities. Like it's my responsibility to take care of myself, to contribute something great into the world and to you know, be myself and be happy. It is not my responsibility to make everybody else happy. And it's nobody else's responsibility to make me happy, not even my family, not even my partner, you know? And so I think that that's, it was just so refreshing and helpful and really has helped me just like focus on myself and focus on creating the best possible content I could create for you all and contributing something that is going to improve people's lives as opposed to contributing something to the ether that is just so that I can get like likes on it. The superficial tip of the week is a Target candle. Listen, I love this candle. I actually love all the Target like $10 candles. This one is called Cozy Nights from Target. I think it's $10. And then um, I also love Sparkling Yuzu. I've I've talked about the Sparkling Yuzu one before. It's really good. It's like a dupe for Capri Blue Volcano. But the Cozy Nights candle is really good for fall. And I'm also curious, you all. So obviously I released a robe because I love robes. Pre-orders just closed and I want to say a huge thank you to every single one of you who ordered. Like I am just blown away by the support. I'm blown away by how many of you all are also like such robe girls. But I was thinking about releasing a candle because I love candles. I would want it to be like a more affordable option. I know the robes are in like an affordable luxury price point and I still want to be able to create stuff that's more affordable too because I know like obviously that price point can get in the way of things so I want to maybe do a cozy candle myself so I'm gonna look into that but let me know if you would be into it I know I talked about making a journal before but I I looked into making a journal and honestly guys it's just like it's a lot of financial like it's it's not a good financial decision to make the journal I'll just say that if you want to know more let me know but like I just, it's just, there aren't, there aren't good margins on it. It costs too much and it's like, can't always be as sustainable. It might be something I do in the future, but right now it's not. So I'm sorry, but let me know what you think about a candle. Sometimes I allude on here to the fact that I have like a weekly breakdown and like on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, typically, and that's why I always say like, I hate Wednesdays so much. I will have these moments of being like insanely overwhelmed And my personal reaction to stress is to completely like shut down, like cancel everything, do nothing, numb out, get in the bathtub. And sometimes it also looks like sobbing into my boyfriend's arms and being like, I just can't do this, like blah, blah, blah. I'm so, 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 so stressed. And for someone who literally has a podcast about self-care and balance, like that was not a sustainable way to live. Like having these weekly breakdowns just meant that like there was too much going on in my life and I had to make a change. And so that's when I started exploring the concept of balance. Like how can I invite more balance into my life? And I could measure that by like, how can I stop having this weekly breakdown? (laughs) Like, and in the middle of the week, like, what is triggering this? Why do I feel like this, you know? And so I needed to start thinking about how to 
feel more balanced in my emotions. And maybe that was changing things up in my responsibilities. But that's where like the concept of this like started. So why does balance even matter? Like balance is very much a buzzword that everyone likes to feel like they have. And people also like to sell things with balance. They're like, oh, this will help you balance your hormones or invite more of a balanced whatever into your life. Like I just feel like that is such a buzzword sometimes. And let's put it so beautifully in our episode where she said, People associate the way we talk about balance right now with equilibrium, as in you're going to spend a proportionate amount of time on every aspect of your life, and that's consistently going to happen like for the rest of your life. That's what I think I associated with balance in the past, and it's what a lot of people you know, define balance as today. But in reality, balance is a lot different from that. And I think most of us don't know anyone who has like a perfectly balanced time 24-7. And I think you should think about it like this, like the seasons, nature is never like, like, like there's, it's always changing. It's always evolving. It's focused on some things like in the summer, it's focused on that harvest and the fruits. And in the winter, it's focused on hibernation and quiet, you know? And I think that if we looked at our lives like that, like seasons, we would have so much easier of a time creating balance in our lives. So like, for example, it could be as simple as in the winter, you don't go out as much as you do in the summer. Or in the summer, you don't work as much because it's you're outside and you're spending, and like companies have summer Fridays and stuff like that. Like we have different seasons for different parts of our lives. And I feel like looking at my life like that has made it really helpful. So for example, I'm in New York right now. And when I'm in New York, I feel like I'm in kind of like a grind mode. And when I'm in LA, I'm more relaxing. And so for the month of October, like I'm staying in New York, I'm so happy about it. And this is a time where I want to be really productive with my content and with my work at my job to really get my Q4 like stuff done so that like November, December, if I want to travel or while I'm focused on the robes holiday sales, like I will feel more comfortable doing that. And it's like, I just feel like it unlocks so much when you approach your life as this is what I'm focusing on right now, but it doesn't have to be forever. We all know like, so I think seeing, having that as like the basis for us looking at balance, we can start to then think about how we're going to create balance in our own lives And that requires a vision for whatever season of life you're looking at. So first, we need a vision. Second, we need a list of priorities. Like priorities, I think, is one of my biggest lessons I've learned in like post-grad is that not everything has equal importance just because somebody asked you to do it. And I did not really like get that. I guess growing up, I was like, if someone asked me to do something or if somebody wants something for me or if I feel like I need to do something it's just they're all equal on the to-do list, like subconsciously. And it wasn't until obviously I worked in the corporate world where it's like not everybody has bandwidth to get everything done. So therefore, like we're going to have to prioritize what matters. And my boss at work does such a great job of making sure that our bandwidth and our priorities are really clear because we get asked to do a lot. Like I work on shorts at YouTube and it's like our big priority product. Like I get asked for a ton of different resources and I found myself being like, OMG, like these people want this, they want this. And he would be like, you don't have bandwidth for that. And it's not our number one priority because it's not going to have as much impact 
if we do all 10 of these instead of you focusing on one thing that you're creating. And that made priorities really start to make more sense to me because it's not about getting things done to satisfy a to-do list or other people or asks. It's looking at the vision and seeing what's going to create the most impact to reach that vision as opposed to like, you know, doing shit just so that you can say you did it. So third, you need really great systems. Those systems are what help us create balance in our lives. It's sort of like if you have a morning routine, which you all do, even if you don't like have a real timeline for it, but like having those rituals, like my morning routine of waking up, getting a coffee, listening to a meditation, and my evening routine of shower, skincare, robe time, like those things are anchors for me to recharge, which are crucial to me creating balance. And then also having like two days a week of super deep work for my full-time job that helps me, you know, that I know the system, I know what I need to actually get that done. So I feel really, really confident when it comes to like that day and I have to get it done. You know, it's, it's like knowing yourself, knowing your systems, figuring that out so that you can create that balance. And finally, we need safety and frameworks. Frameworks have been probably the biggest like game changer for me in just learning how to like handle my emotions, but also in just learning how to like, you know, survive being an adult. And I, so I have frameworks for how I respond to things that I usually just like write in my notes app or something to help me when I feel like I'm about to fail or something or for example, I, I when I have a panic attack or when I feel anxious, I have a little note in my phone that's written out like, this is what we do when we start to feel anxious. And that way, like it's like sort of when you go to the worst case scenario of when something is going to happen, that's when you're able to like know you can survive it again. So having that written out is just such a great way to get things done. So these are sort of the overarching themes of what we need to create balance in our lives. And each one of the podcast episodes this month will go deeper into each one, starting with creating a vision for your life. So I feel as though having a clear vision is is so important, but it's also so daunting when you're early in your career or when things in life just change so quickly. So that's why like the 12 week year that I've talked about previously in these episodes has just really helped me take that pressure and that weight off of figuring out like what my vision is long term. So I think I have like a very clear like long term vision in my head, but it's sort of like 10 years away. Like, you know, like I'm not working towards buying my like $5 million house and my wedding and my future children right now. Like that's just not what I'm working towards. I have smaller goals like getting promoted at work and implementing working out consistently. Like those are the vision that I'm looking to create now. So I decided to do that where I made a little Pinterest board of, okay, this is what I want my life to look at, look like, like this year. And that made me feel a little more like clear on what I'm really looking towards, because of course I still have these big visions for what I want for my life, like generally, but more importantly, I have visions for what I want my life to look like in the now. And who is this like next level person of me that's like very close that I just have to do two or three more things to accomplish. So here is my like little example 
of like creating this vision. Like I remember I wanted to be like financially stable. So when I was first starting out on becoming like financially stable, I was very much a mess and I was afraid of what it would take to be someone who's financially stable because I had never really seen that. I never experienced it. I would get money in my bank account and I would watch it leave. And so what I had to do here to create balance in that part of my life was to create a vision of what it looks like to be financially stable. And that meant finding a framework or finding something that really worked for me and implementing those habits and managing my time better so that I could actually accomplish those goals. So for me, that was the book, I Will Teach You To Be Rich, which is basically like a little program that gives you an overview of how to manage your finances. And I knew for me that looking at money every single day was too stressful. So I needed to dedicate just this little bit of time. And so I dedicated a season of my life to becoming financially stable and creating frameworks that could, you know, set me up for success later in life. And now I just don't think about finances, my personal finances, because they're sort of set up for success. Whereas I do think about my other finances, like my business finances, that's something I do need to dedicate more time to because I feel a little lost in that area, you know? So this is sort of how we're going to approach creating balance. Something I've been doing now because I want you all to have more tangible takeaways with the podcast. And I just like, I think I've gotten some great feedback from you lately that the episodes have been so helpful and so life-changing, but I know that I alchemize information a lot better when I'm writing it down or I'm in, you know, doing something to connect to it a little bit deeper. So I created this notion template that's called creating balance and you can download it below. It's for you just like duplicate it into your notion. And I have you go through what do you want at a high level? Like what's your vision statement? How do you want to feel on a day-to-day basis? And this is how like I, this is where I had to go when I was having all of these breakdowns every single week. And I was like, how do I want to feel right now? I don't want to feel this stressed in the middle of the week. And what's keeping me from feeling this way? So you have to have a little self-reflection there. And then I got into identity. So how do you actually describe who you are and your ideal self? What do they do? What do they look like? What do your ideal routines look like? So that you can start to identify with the person that you want to be. And then goals What personal financial health and career goals do you have for yourself? And then finally, the most important thing here is a time audit. A time is the one thing in this world that we cannot get back. And you've got to think about where you're spending your time because that is actually who you are. There's that um, one article that's like, wherever you spend your time, like people say like, oh, I'm a father, I'm a whatever. But in reality, they spend one hour with their kids a day. And it's like, in reality, the biggest thing, descriptor of you is that you're a workaholic, you know? Like, you've got to really look at your time because that actually defines your life, where you're spending your time. So you can do a time audit for one day this past week where you look at, like, what, what, I, what was I doing with all of these minutes? Like, who was I being? Like, How much of my day was spent worrying about what other people think of me? How much of my day was spent answering emails that were completely like bullshit? How much of my day was spent like on my appearance, you know, worrying about what I look like? And then once you have an idea of what you're actually spending your time on, you can think about what activities are actually helping you feel good about yourself. Which ones are draining you? And what's the difference between who I say I am and my identity and who I actually am being and how can I align those two things? So 
And it, it just has like some great little prompts for you. It's a cool exercise to do if you want to create more balance in your life. I also included some journal prompts in there if you are journal girlies just like me. But this is where I, will, I feel like it's a good place to start when creating balance. And I'm going through it with you too right now because adding this new like business owner vibe into my life means I have to implement changes too and balance my time and be way more precious about where I'm spending it. So I'm going along with this too. So if you are interested in this, just click on it, do it, do it for yourself tonight. And I think it might help you just feel a little more calm in who you are. So with all that being said, I am obsessed with you guys. Thank you again for all your support on the Robe Launch. I hope that you are having a fabulous day, a terrific Thursday, as my grandmother would have said. I will see you next week when we are going to talk about time management. Are you ready? Because I am a time management whiz. Like I am so good at it. So we are going to dive deep into managing your time and all of my little tips and tricks that help time management so much. So thank you so much for listening. And don't forget that you are too smart to not love yourself. Thank you so much for listening to Too Smart for This. I am so grateful that you took the time out of your day to take a listen to these conversations. If you're looking for more content, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Too Collective. And don't forget to follow me, your host, Alexis Barber, on the Gram TikTok as well. Don't forget, you can also watch our solo episodes on YouTube. So be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Alexis Barber. And we do a weekly giveaway of PR products or Amazon gift cards to girls who leave great reviews down below. So please make sure to leave your reviews and follow us on Instagram to be notified in case you win. And with that, do not forget that you are too smart to not love yourself and see you in the next episode.